podcast is called Business Casual. It's our first podcast. We've got a lot coming out within audio over the next bit. So you wake up in the morning, you read the newsletter, you keep going on with your day. And we said, we want to go a level deeper. We want to talk more about these stories and we want to go straight to the source. We want to talk to people behind the news. We didn't want to just copy the newsletter. A lot of people said, why don't you listen to the morning brew? And we felt like it was copying it a bit too much. Uh, so instead of copying the same value proposition, we decided to create an interview show. So twice a Kinsey, who is the host of the show, she interviews business leaders about what she thinks are the most important business questions going on over a certain time period. Try and curate the best, most engaging guests, package it in a, in a very easy way. So actually today we crossed 3 million total downloads. Easy. Uh, You're the big numbers, bro. You're talking millies out here. That's dope. That's dope. Welcome everyone to episode three of the Paul and Pals podcast. I'm your host, Ponyboy Paul. And Paul and Pals is a podcast where I interview my creative pals to learn how they became who they are today to inspire you for tomorrow. On episode three, I have a creative conversation with my pal, Josh Kaplan. He is the product manager of audio at Morning Brew and the creator of the Business Casual podcast. Now, for those who don't know, Morning Brew is actually not a coffee brand. You get it? Nobody? All right. But anyway, on this episode, Josh explains how he got involved with Morning Brew early on, why he felt the podcast supplement, aka Business Casual, was needed, and he also lets us know some of the notable guests they've interviewed so far. But without any further ado, let's get creative. Let's get creative. Let's get creative. Josh? Hey, what's up? I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. How you living, man? I'm doing well. How, how's my audio? How's the connection? Yeah, you sound good. I think we sound If we sound good, let us know. If we sound bad, uh, we can't really do much. But I got my Wi-Fi connected. I got my Xfinity. Shout out Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, let's start it off, bro. How you, how you doing right now? What's up? I'm doing well. I'm actually, so I told, we were talking, I'm out in Colorado. I'm uh, okay. still working Eastern hours. Which means that I wake up early, stop working early, and I got to go out for a quick hike this afternoon. So, you know, did you live in Colorado, or you did you you you're there right now, right? For I think you usually I'm in New York City with the rest of the team. That's where I've lived since we graduated Michigan. Okay, uh, but but now I'm out here, and everything's pretty crazy out in the world. But fortunately, uh, I'm able to enjoy it out here. It's very crazy right now. And uh, before we get into like, you know, your story and all that, how are you kind of currently doing right now with the whole COVID situation and just, you know, life in general? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, again, like I'm, I'm very gracious, like all things considered, I'm, I'm doing pretty well off, right? I, I still have a job. My friends are, my family is safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so things are pretty crazy out there, but luckily I'm, I'm all right. I, you know, sometimes I want to go out and I'm feeling a little cooped up, but I think all things considered, could be a lot worse um, I'm pretty lucky yeah so I think we're all kind of very um we're all kind of very privileged with you know able to do this right now but you know uh one of the reasons I kind of started this thing was because I see people kind of doing things and I think it's really cool to highlight people like us in our age range that are doing the not norm so I wanted to kind of get into your story first let's kind of talk how you got there so you know, we met at Michigan, but like, what was your major? Like, what's your background? Well, before, before we jump all the way into that, I, I want to thank you for having me on. I, I was actually 
forwarding the show over to the rest of my podcast team. And I thought it was really creative and the format and all of the artwork and, and all the different parts of this are really, really cool. Uh, so I'm happy that you reached out to me. I know we, you were saying we haven't really caught up since we were hallmates, but I realized, I remember we always like kind of bump into each other and say hi and catch up real quick. Okay. Uh, so I appreciate just, that. I appreciate that, man. I mean, it's just trying to do what I can do, you know? Um, so yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, going back to your story, like, you know, Michigan, all that stuff was good. Uh, yeah. So I am originally from Miami, grew up in Miami, went to Michigan, had a great time. I, we can talk about more about like my Michigan experience, but I, I studied business. I, I was in a bunch of other clubs and other things. And along the way, I, I knew I wanted to go in, into business of some sort, had no idea, but I've always liked tech and startups and all these different things. Uh, and then somehow through one of my good friends from home, I ended up meeting Austin and Alex who formed Morning Brew, who founded it while we were on campus. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm sure you remember the early days of the newsletter when yeah. it was what we've built over the past couple of years. But uh, I started to help them out a little bit toward the end of school. I went into consulting for a year, was flying around the country every week. Uh, and then at a certain point, Austin and I were talking and he convinced me or I convinced him that the story is a bit gray now. Uh how it actually happened. But before I knew it, I was working full-time with Morning Brew. Uh, So over the past year and a half, two years or so, I've been in a very fortunate position where they've given me a lot of uh, autonomy to go and launch new products. So when I got there, get into this, uh, it was just one newsletter and we were figuring out how to turn the product into a real business with multiple products. And and we've done a lot since then. Was it a formal, was it just like, Hey, I know you like joined my team, but was it kind of like, they made you apply and say, hey, um, Josh, I can do this, this, and this. How did that happen? There there was no application. I, there was one hike that Austin and I went on. It must have been like the summer of like 2018 or something like that, where he was talking about all these ideas and all these things and where he wanted to take the company. And, and I could not fathom who he would bring in to help him execute on these very vague ideas. It, yeah. Relatively... Uh, it's possible. And he had been doing it, hiring writers and salespeople and marketers and found some really cool people that, that I still work with today. that are some of my best friends. Uh, but I, I think he, for him to find somebody that had some experience with the business uh, and understanding of where to take it and kind of just figure things out, uh, there was no application, there's like, Hey, like, let's just figure out where to take this company and jump in and do some and so, stuff. And so what, what year did y'all really start? Like what, cause I know we went to school, what, 2013 through 2017. So what, what, when did it officially become a thing? The first newsletter that Alex ever sent was in 2015. And that was just to a couple friends about, it was a PDF to uh, about yesterday's business news. It was called the market corner. There was a bear and a bull that he took from somewhere on the internet and, and hacked together uh, and would just send it out. And more people would say, Hey, can you forward it to me? Can you add me to this email list? Uh, Cause he was being, he was making it useful for other students on campus like us to get internships and full-time jobs in finance and consulting, but mostly finance. Uh, that was 2015. And then since then it's just inch by inch grown over time. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember in one of my classes, I think it was randomly, it was like a Spanish two class back in Michigan and uh, we had to like present on stuff or talk about something, but explain it all in Spanish. And, uh, you know, one of my classmates talked about the morning brew. It was weird. And at that time, it wasn't like blowing up yet, but it was like, you, you were like, oh, what's the morning brew? I heard about it. And so like the fact that you guys are at this point where you guys are, you know, we're going to talk more about the, where the podcast is for, but 
you guys are really doing big moves. So it's really cool to see that, see where, where it was and see what it's at now. And I'm, I'm assuming you guys have a ton of a pathway. And uh, one note, so, you know, talking about the morning brew, I want to give a shout out to you. Um, so for this episode's raffle, we're actually going to be giving uh, one lucky viewer their choice of any item on the, uh, 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 the, the crew um, website. So like, basically what you guys can do, I have it in my story right now, just scroll through it and uh, feel free to check out the website and see any of that. You have the chance to win it. But to win it, you do have to actually listen to the uh, episode and actually answer four out of five questions we're gonna post tomorrow night, correct. So uh, tune in, take notes, whatever you wanna do, but we'll see where it goes. So I wanna appreciate you, Josh, for uh, willing to do that. I know I don't know if you're losing too much money on it, but you know, it's something. No, it's, it's good for us to get more mugs and t-shirts out there, but it, it, was that your cue for me to embed some really hard pieces of information throughout this? To yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you how the first raffle ever happened in my first episode. I was kind of like, oh, you guys are involved in, you know, use phones. Like, it would be dope if somebody could get something from it, right? So I was just like, yo, like, and it's two hours before the show started. I'm like, yo, what can we do? They're like, oh, what if we just give something away, but like, you know, make them at like a the discount, right? So it happened, and then it just be kind of became a thing. So it's optional, whoever I'm going to interview. I don't want to force them. You have to give something. But I think it's really cool that, you know, people are willing to do it. So I appreciate you for that, man. Totally. Yeah. And then now for the actual, I want to give an explanation, like a very brief overview. So first, what is uh, The Morning Brew? Morning Brew is a new media company that is fully focused on making, on empowering the, the modern business leader. So people like us that are trying to make it out there where we, we want to succeed. It's mostly business oriented. It's all business yeah. oriented. Uh, yeah. We start off with one daily business newsletter that is delivered straight to your inbox via email. And it recaps yesterday, whatever happened in the business world. Uh, we just send that six times a week to about 2.1 million people, right? It's grown a lot over the past couple. Okay, of years. big flex. <laughs> we okay. like, uh, and and now we're growing into a few different areas, into podcasting, into other types of business content that's not exactly news, and also trying to create little hubs for particular types of audiences. So we have retail brew, we have emerging tech brew for those types of professionals, and we're also launching marketing brew come June. So it's another thing that I'm working on uh, for anybody that works in marketing, advertising, or brand, uh, something that can be a one-stop shop for anything when you're relating to the business world. Gotcha. If y'all hear that, if y'all got the marketing skills, head up, head up Josh, yo. And uh, you kind of mentioned it briefly. So you mentioned the podcast. Now, uh, the podcast is called, uh, can you, Describe the podcast and how you got to be. Podcast is called Business Casual. It's our first podcast. We've got a lot coming out within audio over the next bit. Uh, but when we looked at the newsletter, we said the newsletter does a great job of keeping you up to date in five minutes or less. You wake up in the morning, you read the newsletter, you keep going on with your day. And we said, we want to go a level deeper. We want to talk more about these stories and we want to go straight to the source. We want to talk to people behind the news. We didn't want to just copy the newsletter. A lot of people said, why don't you listen to the morning brew and we felt like it was copying it a bit too much uh so instead of copying the same value proposition we decided to create an interview show so okay. twice a week, kinsey who is the host of the show her and i created the show together uh she interviews business leaders about what she thinks are the most important business questions going on over a certain time period so we try and stay very relevant we stay and try and curate the best most engaging guests um, and package it in a in a very easy way We've learned a lot over the course of making this podcast. crazy world out there right now in, in audio and 
types of things, live shows as well. Uh, but it's been a great way to extend beyond newsletters. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, and then even going back to that, so, uh, you know, I got some podcast stuff coming up pretty soon. I'm going to announce that in a couple of days, weeks. I don't know yet. Uh, but I actually saw your article on, or more of a Twitter thread on Twitter, obviously, and you kind of broke down how you guys were tasked with making a podcast, and then you did it. And, you know, I really like that that tweet. I actually, like, saved it in my bookmarks to refer to later. Um, but, like, when you were making that, like, what was the process? Like, how did that actually happen? Oh, wow. Uh, so about this time last year, we had just launched Retail Brew. So it was our, our second new newsletter. And we came back to the table and we said, what, what's next? And we wanted to go into podcasting. We, we wanted to do it, but nobody on the team had any experience in the field. Not a single bit. There were, I think, still 15 of us on the teams so that we were growing and everything else was going great. And, and I think a finger was pointed at me or I, I think a finger was pointed at me and they said, Josh, go figure out how to start a podcast. I said, I've got no idea. I, I'm not the next year of my career on something that I have no idea. I never had to be in media, uh, but somehow, whatever, it, it was a good challenge. It was really exciting. It was working with Kinsey and uh, we, we decided to jump in and figure it out. So for a couple of months, we knew absolutely nothing, but we used our network. We went through Twitter. We talked to as many people as possible about designing the show, about figuring out how to monetize, how to grow it, how to brand it, all the things from scratch. We just yeah. figured time, and we just asked a shit ton of questions. Okay. Notes all along the way. I was building my book of knowledge. I was writing, writing, writing. So when it came to launch, I said, "Here's what I learned." I uh, and I, I have I've now become a bit more opinionated in the space. But at that time, I was very open-eyed and, and fresh to the industry and, and thought that I could make a pretty good attempt at making a good show. So actually today we, pra- we uh, crossed our, we crossed 3 million total downloads. Uh, You're dropping the big numbers, bro. You're talking millions out here. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. And let me, so you guys have had some notable guests, you know, for example, I think y'all had um, the CEO of Complex, I think a couple weeks ago or maybe last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, what, what, what would you say are some notable guests that, you know, you think people go check out that episode right now? Uh, if you're into big names, Mark Cuban, Barbara Corcoran, we've got two sharks on the show. Uh, we talked to the fat Jewish. That was one of my favorite episodes ever. Uh, so we, we've gotten Ariana Huffington. So there are a bunch of big names that we've also been fortunate enough yeah. to get to talk to. But some of my more favorite episodes are with names that you might not have heard of. So this week we released two episodes about food that were interconnected a bit, uh, where we talked to a bunch of chefs and restaurateurs, the founder of Sweet Green, the founder of Red Rooster and Field Trip in Harlem, uh, and our storytelling and our way of finding really engaging people to have the best perspective on that topic are our Matthew Ball for Streaming Wars. Uh, th- there's a bunch that I would suggest, but I, I think off the top of my head, those are my favorite and yeah. really you haven't heard of the name are the ones where I think we do a better job. I see. I like that. I mean, I think it's, it's dope that you guys have that access, but like, I mean, obviously with the morning brew, it's, it's a thing. Like people will refer to the morning brew or like they say, I read this, like what's the process of actually reaching out to CEOs and getting them to tune in for an hour or whatever. Uh, we've, we've tried everything. There's no single solution. We, we y'all sliding, y'all sliding the DMs or what? We, DMs all the time. DMs are social <laughs> media, especially now when all these big time founders and CEOs are staying at home all day. That has been one of the biggest points for us getting these big names as of recent. Uh, but sliding into DMs, asking for a connection, 
uh, going through their PR, going through uh, an advertiser, because some of these companies have advertised, we say, hey, you know, we, we sold ads to you. Can we get put in touch with the rep for the founder of this company? There, there are a million different ways in which we've gotten in touch. Uh, the whole team throughout Morning Brew always contributes saying, hey, I, I've got a friend that works at this company. Can you can you get them on? Or somebody, you know, the other day, my friend, one of our one of my friends from Michigan, who was a freshman year friend, uh, she worked at Dark Trace and she was like, hey, and I said, hey, can I get your CEO on? I, she's got to be the best person in cybersecurity to talk to them. And she said, sure, no, in touch. So it's it's a number of ways. That was dope. I think it's really cool when at the end of the day, we realize that, you know, whatever your title, you know, you're just a person, right? And obviously you might be a little bit harder to contact than most. The value of being able to speak to somebody on a real basis and actually get them to talk as you would just talk to any normal person, I think is very valuable. And in this day and age, I think being as very straightforward is really the move, right? So I guess, what do you guys think about the fact that, you know, you're, I think, how often are you trying to drop, I think, one episode a week, right? Or is it two? We just moved up to two episodes a week. We moved up to two. So with that amount of activeness, how often are you guys actually recording? Is it the day before you drop an episode? Is it like weeks in hand or how is that happening? Uh, it's not as clean as like some days, some weeks, sorry. Some weeks it's three interviews or four interviews. We could go a whole week without recording. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we turn around in a day. Other times we might see a, a particular event happening month from now and say, Hey, we want to record it, take our time to produce it and then release it. Uh, so we're, we're still testing things out. We're new to it, uh, but there's no real formula for how earlier often we record. Got you. And the reason I'm asking, because I've noticed that like you had, I think when the COVID stuff first started, you know, you had, you brought, you brought on people that could, could talk about it in their realm and how it affects, let's say cybersecurity or, uh, you know, business sales and all that. So it seems like you guys are trying to be on, you know, on whatever is trending and address it in the business aspect. So is that what you feel like is really where your, um, I guess, your strengths are? I, I think so. I'm glad you pointed out when COVID started to pop up because before that we were once a week and when everything started to go crazy, Marilyn and Kenzie, Marilyn's the producer of the show, uh, the three of us said, there's a lot of big questions that people have right now and we really want to answer them and we know who we want to talk to. So we know the questions, we know the people let's work a little bit more over the next couple of weeks to get those questions answered. So we, that's actually what pushed us into twice a week territory. And then, you know, as things have started to settle down we started to question ourselves, should we go back to once a week? Should we slow down? And we actually like putting out two episodes a week. Uh, and being in that news flow, it allows us a few more opportunities to be that much more relevant. So I enjoy it. Gotcha, gotcha. That's dope, man. Yeah, keep it up. I mean, I think uh, one thing I've realized just from with COVID is that you, you get to a point where you want to do something, right? And then it's a matter of like, can you keep up that consistency after, you know, the hype dies down or the emotion goes away? So I think I'm, I'm you know, I'm curious to see how this uh, affects things for you guys, but um Oh, I, was just, I forgot to mention this to anybody in, uh, watching. Uh, so if you guys want, you guys can ask questions right there. Uh, and that question feature to the right of the comments. Uh, I'm going to kind of go in and out of them, but I think we got one right now, actually, if you're down to answer them. Of course. Okay, baby Nietzsche, the first cue. Who writes Emerging Tech Brew and how did you decide to bring it out? Ryan writes Emerging Tech Brew. He is 
the man. It's it's really fun working with him. And what's uh, Emerging Tech Brew for the non-Morning Brew readers? Emerging Tech Brew is our first extension of Morning Brew. So Morning Brew is daily business news. Emerging Tech Brew is uh, emerging tech news three times a week, same newsletter model, different writer. Ryan injects his own humor, his own voice. He takes a few liberties that we don't take in the daily Morning Brew newsletter uh, that make it a bit special. So if you're interested in tech, you should definitely be reading that as often as possible. It was our first extension of Morning Brew. So that was the first thing that came out of that initial whiteboarding session that said, what type of media company do we want to become? Uh, and we want to be more specific to particular people's interests. So now we have a little cluster that's all about tech. He put out a 5G guide last week. He's been doing webinars and digital events. Uh, he's great. 5G? 5G. So if you have any and for all your conspiracy theorists, I go read that. I go read that article. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how it's going to you know impact you in whichever way science wants you to believe. Uh, Anti-conspiracy. Yet. Morning, bro. We'll okay. that down. Uh, so as far as Brandon, yeah, he was actually in Texas when we found him. A friend of mine connected me to him. Mm -hmm. uh, and he trusted me to be like, hey, we're just going to make a newsletter. Like, want to join the team and write something? And he was like, sure, let's figure it out. And, and then we did, and we launched it over a year ago. That's dope, man. Let's keep it moving. Got some more questions coming in. Um, oh, okay. It's a good question. What makes a good podcast host? From Sebi Lozano, my friend. <laughs> oh, I, what makes a good podcast host? We talk about this a lot. Kinsey's very open to feedback, so it's very easy to talk to her about what makes a great I think what makes Kinsey a great host for this particular show, and I think different people are better for certain types of shows. You know, yeah. you're, this show, maybe you're not great for a different type of show who knows uh but for the interview show that we're looking at kinsey is always very very prepared uh she's very polite and knowledgeable on the subject so she does she knows how to lead people into the conversation she knows where she wants to take it because she's prepared and she can address most of what the speaker is talking about uh because she's so read up from there it's it's her making references and her explaining things that might not make sense to your, your, the typical person. We're talking, again, on cybersecurity, where there's a lot of jargon, a lot of hard things to understand. So Kinsey has a great ear for saying, if I hear a certain word that I need to actually explain as I say the next thing, I'm going to add it in the next phrase. So I think she's amazing at that. She's amazing at asking the question that you might be asking in your brain, but then also being conscious of the clock and making sure that she covers what she wants to cover within the hour that we have with the particular person uh, I could probably go on and on I'm like her, I, I think that I'm her biggest fan uh, <laughs> but for the particular show yeah. that's what I think makes a good host um, you, you gotta be also engaging and entertaining and read people so yeah nothing, nothing that is rocket science and uh, going off of that I know you guys are in the podcast space you're always looking at what's going on so you know recently uh, Joe Rogan just signed a you know over 100 million dollar deal with Spotify where He's going to be exclusive to Spotify starting 2021, I believe. And how has seeing that news made you guys maybe change your strategy or look into different things? Oof. Uh, I'm a little bit scared to be completely. <laughs> Isn't <that any> funny? <laughs> uh, so when, when we entered podcasting, which was, again, only a year ago, we liked it for a lot of the same reasons that we liked 
email. It's open, it's distributed. You can go direct to the person receiving it. You're sending an email. You can go from a Gmail to a Hotmail to an Outlook. If you're in podcasting, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, whatever. There's a lot of great independence that comes with that where you can monetize on your own. You can own the distribution and you know who's listening and how often and there's nobody sitting in between. There's no Facebook in between. There's no network CBS in between. It's, it's very easy to manipulate, which is great for us because we don't want to have to pay a platform in order to participate. Spotify is now investing so much in the technology. So it's a great user experience. It's great at recommending new shows to listen to. And they're now buying a lot of content that you can only listen to on Spotify, like Joe Rogan, like The Ringer, like Gimlet, which is another production house. If they become Netflix, where you're listening to Spotify and not watching cable or not listening to open podcasts, and it's harder to get advertisers, it's harder to get discovered, we then are going to have to pay Spotify to play. Now, they've been nothing but nice to us. We, we've got a bunch of friends there, which okay. are... <laughs> no, but, but this, is, this is how it goes, because they, they've got a whole yeah. team set up that's reaching out to content creators and trying to, to help everybody win. I think that they really do have a lot of great plans that are going to help a lot of people. My concern is that nobody else is buying content and nobody else is really investing in technology in the right way. Uh, who else is going to buy Joe Rogan? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's why I'm concerned is because there's only one major player. It's not Hulu, Netflix, HBO, yada, yada, yada. It's only Spotify and audio. So that's why I'm concerned. But the Joe Rogan thing's awesome. It's yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I think a lot, the big thing for me is that, you know, Spotify was willing to kind of get in the ring and say, F Apple, you know, we're going to take all, cause he was like number one, I think he's number one on Apple podcast. So like to take that amount of, you know, revenue away from them is going to be interesting. YouTube as well. And, you know, they're trying to get into the video space, but yeah, that's a very good response. We'll, we'll see where they go. Uh, let me get some more questions ready for you. Um, Okay. What is the end goal of the company? Most companies either sell or go public. Is there a plan or goal of either of these? Ooh, oh, Ooh. that's you a tough one. business plan. <laughs> that's big. I, I, I don't know the answer. I, I'm not, I'm not the co-founder of the company. It's, it's Austin and Alex. They make decisions like this. Uh, right now, our goal is to build a very profitable business on our own. Uh, Media, you see a lot of bad news in media right now with a lot of layoffs, with a lot of companies going under, which is really, really unfortunate. And I think part of it is because these companies took venture capital money and were forced to grow really fast in ways that might not have been that intelligent. Shout out WeWork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's yeah. Like that, that, that we're forced to grow. Right. Uh, so instead, we're trying to go a bit slower, a bit more steady and do it with our profits. So, so generating revenue today, using that revenue to invest in tomorrow uh, and, and owning whole, the whole company uh, for the time. So I, I can't really speak for Austin and Alex, but, but whenever we talk about our future plans, it's about how do we build with what we have. You might need to get them on the show next, huh? You should. They're, they're great at this. They've got a lot of work. <laughs> how are you doing? Great, man. Um, and going back to that, my own question is, um, you mentioned, you know, you guys are trying to be profitable. Like what, how do you get, you guys make money if all I have to do is sign up for a free newsletter? We sell ads. Okay. That's, it seems yeah. like that's where a lot of tech companies uh, make their money, but explain that for the people that don't know. 
Uh, yeah. So in every newsletter, there is one to four advertisements. We've got a sales team of about 18 now, I think, uh, that are that spend all their time monetizing the newsletters and the podcast. So they make all these connections out of the industry. Uh, and we put ads in between every 15 minutes in the podcast uh, and then a couple each newsletter. That's that's how we make money right now. Gotcha. I will caveat that by saying one of our big goals is to add other revenue streams that allow us to make money beyond advertising. Uh, our perspective is it's not a safe future if we're only relying upon one source of money. That's a good point, man. Got to diversify the income streams. Yeah. Another question for you. Shout out, Juan. What's my personal favorite podcast? One you're unaffiliated with. <laughs> Okay. How much time do we have? Yeah, uh, got time. <laughs> okay. There are obviously a bunch that I like. I really like uh, for for a lot of this. I mean, what I think about a lot on the business side is this strategy, technology, where these things are going. And there's a fantastic podcast called Exponent. It's by Ben Thompson and Shretekery. Uh, and that's where I get a lot of great information from. But I would say right now I'm listening to a lot more fun shows that aren't like productive, which I think is probably better actually. Uh, one is called The Left Right Game, which is by Q Code Media. And basically they make really cool podcasts in hopes that they get produced into TVs, TV shows or movies. Oh. So the sound is very immersive. The storytelling is really thought out. It's very professional. So I really, really like that. And then also Oh Hello, uh, which is Nick Kroll and John Mulaney's podcast out of their fictional characters is a hilarious show. So I, th I think especially now during quarantine and work from home, I'm trying to listen to more fun stuff than just work stuff. Uh, I've been filling my time with, but if you ask me on like a given week or month, that answer is completely different. Yeah. I've been, I've been listening definitely to more podcasts and songs right now. So definitely, you know, what, are you listening to? Oh, what am I listening to? Um, yeah. So I, I think I have some dailies and then I have those weeklies that you're kind of waiting on. So for me, my, it's a mix of probably two or three dailies. So I like Robin Hood snacks for mm -hmm. their very easy to digest, obviously, uh, you know, business news. I don't want to, I don't know if that's a conflict with you guys. Um, and then I got uh, the breakfast club. So I like them just for regular pop culture updates. Um, and then I also like marketplace um, with Kai Rizdahl. I really like how he's just very straightforward and just telling what's going on. But they also kind of like go out of their way to really interview people that are affected by certain things because of the economy. So uh, I like to, I like to stay up to date on that stuff daily. In terms of weekly, uh, I'm a big fan of Brilliant Idiots. That's um, Andrew Schultz, the comedian, and uh, you know Charlemagne the God, also a host of the Breakfast Club. I like their hilarious take on just anything. Right? It's just they'll be very intellectual about something, but then other times they just they just say whatever. So I think it's kind of cool to mix that realness with we, we joke a lot, you know what I'm saying? So that's really, that's really my vibe. Yeah. It's a good balance. It's yeah, tough. Yeah. To it's cool. Okay. Yeah. And then we got some people dropping their favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, we got some more questions for you, bro. Uh, let's see. Hill. I think Charlemagne the God is going to go to Spotify exclusive sooner rather than later. I I'm, I'm curious to see where they go. They've definitely been hinting at some moves, but you know, I don't know. I think he's always liked the ability to not be controlled by just one thing, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, next question from uh, my little brother, Peter. What has been the most impact, 
impactful, <laughs> impactful piece of advice you received <laughs> working with the morning room. Yo, P, you gotta work. You gotta work on that, bro. Come on, man. I'm telling mom. But uh, yeah, what you got? Oh, uh, most impactful piece of advice. Uh, Austin says this a lot. We talk about this a lot. Where we go, uh, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Uh, so you know, like things get tough. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea how to do most of what we're doing. It's it's our first time, uh, but we always go like, if it were easy, uh, and it just kind of motivates us to be the first ones or just to just to do it because nobody else will. Uh, so it kind of keeps us motivated and keeps us going. I see. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> <Or> funny. <laughs> Uh, we got a question from the boy, Joe. What up, Joe? How has COVID meeting impacted our viewership? Oh, I was just talking to my team and we were, we were saying, how high do we think the numbers would be if we were all commuting still? Uh, they're definitely down. We're, I mean, on we, we are, now that we're putting out two episodes a week, yeah. uh, now that we're getting these big names, we have sustained what we were doing prior to COVID. Uh, like at the same downloads per episode so we're, we're doing well we you know where we exist uh, but instead of it looking like really steep on the growth side it's just like a little bit up <laughs> so it's it's not great I, I really do think that if we were commuting the show would be doing a lot better so i'm excited to go back to normal life at some point or and let me ask you a question just personally do you feel there's a point where too much content can hurt you or do you think that just people just are not in the mood to really listen to your stuff right now because of what's happening. I, I think it's hard to listen right now. I think it's, it's kind of a, a weird thing to do to just sit around and listen to a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I find myself walking or doing laundry or cooking or something, but uh, the commuting was the bulk of when I listened and when I, the bulk of when I think other people listen. So instead of a podcast, you're consuming content, but it's, it's video. It's it's something else. Um, so I, I think there's a difference. Uh, too much content. We want to create a habit. We want people to feel like they're a part of the ride where they're listening twice a week and they're up to speed on everything. If we start putting out six episodes and you can only listen to two, uh, then we think that we're overloading and you're not you're going to lose us because you can't keep up to speed. That's how we think about it. Gotcha. And you know. Uh, you kind of mentioned earlier that you, know, you guys luckily haven't been affected by the layoff because, you know, a lot of companies are going through that. Um, do you think there's a point that COVID could affect you guys as a team where you might have to be like, hey, we can't have this many people in sales or marketing? Like, you know, I know you can't, you can't speak to that not being the founder, but do you feel like that could potentially happen? Uh, no, I, I, feel, I feel like weirdly more confident about what we're doing than ever. Uh, I think people need good news right now. Like people need trustworthy news. Yeah. It was a bit easier when everything was going up and all the stocks were going up and all we could do is celebrate new highs and new market highs. Uh, and, but, but now people more than ever need to lean in, pay attention uh, and use that information to, to get back on their feet or, or to make what they can out of a pretty shitty situation. So we've seen engagement go up. We've seen a lot of people really reach out asking us to do more and it's been very motivating. So I think that, uh, you know, anything can happen. I don't want to be too cocky, but we're trying to be careful and, uh, I, I we're hiring people. We're, we're still growing and doing cool things. So right now we're pretty good. 
Uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, Manny, old curious ass. <laughs> he said, would you ever do a subscription base since ad sales are generally down during COVID? Uh, that's why we're thinking about new products that we can charge people for. Uh, but we don't, we don't want to charge for the newsletter. It's the bread and butter of the business right now. It's still working. It's still doing great. We still have a lot of ideas left to put into that. Uh, so instead of potentially conflicting with the advertising revenue and charging people for access to content, which for at least the people that read morning brew and listen to morning brew, we don't hear that they exactly want to pay for free podcast. Like there's, there's so much free stuff out there that it's going to be tough if we start asking people for money. Uh, but instead one thing that we're, we're talking about now is uh, creating an education product where if you want to learn finance or if you want to learn finance in general, you can come to us and pay us money directly the same way you would pay uh, another education platform. We think the MBA is eroding and people are going to constantly want to learn new skills. So why don't put our hat in the ring and use the relationship that we've formed with readers uh, to make money off of education. So that's one way that we want to make non-ad money. And we're thinking a bit longer term than subscriptions. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it's cool. You mentioned the MBA thing because that's, I think that's the thing that I've had to do with too, you know, my parents always ask me, you know, what's next when it comes to education. And, you know, I personally don't have any interest to, you know, go back to school for an MBA. You know, it is an option, but it's like the, the, the benefit of it may not be worth the cost sometimes. So what do you think you would get out of an MBA? I don't know, man. I think I'm at that point where like, whenever I want to learn, I'm a, I'm gonna just go and find it out. You know what I'm saying? I think this day and age, there's so many, resources out there that a lot of it can be figured out yourself i will say an mba does give you a lot of validation certification whatever and you know if you walk into a room with that behind you it can help you get in but i know i just not i'm not convinced enough that i i need it um i don't know do any of you guys you know i mean mba business do any of you guys at the morning brew actually have that no no nobody uh maybe one person i don't think (laughs) I'm pretty sure now, maybe one person, but no, uh, everybody has undergrad degrees uh, and has been working. And we think that practical experience, uh, we, we think we can simulate a lot of the best parts of an MBA and not command nearly the amount of cost or time commitment that the traditional takes. So be on the lookout. We're, we're going to, we're making some news. It'll be fun. Gotcha. Gotcha. And are you guys, you guys hiring right now? You said anybody in undergrad, right? Uh, yeah, we're, we're hiring people, yeah. Oh, for real? Hey, yo, whoever in the chat, I think somebody will ask that. Y'all looking... Um... <laughs> Writers, salespeople, a uh, bunch of stuff. Got you. And actually going off of that, so you guys are based in New York, obviously, but um, are you, like, let's say I'm trying to hire on, do I have to be there with you guys to, to work for y'all or what? Oh, we're, we're thinking through that right now. It's It's a whole new world. We were talking about it this morning. And uh, we, we don't know the answer. We're gonna figure, we used to be very loyal to hiring people full-time in New York City because we liked having everybody around and it was more fun and engaging, but things have changed and, and we got to figure out what our new policy is. <laughs> so I got to see y'all every day. <laughs> Another question from the voice. Aside from better analytics, what is a single feature that a podcast platform could build to better enable creators. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, 
aside from better analytics, uh, I got to think about this one. There's a lot of stuff. I, I, there's so many things I want to be able to do. Uh, I want to be able to a B test certain things. We were having a conversation this morning about what to do. And, and in any other digital platform, uh, you can test two different creatives and see which one people click on more. We do it with the subject lines on our email newsletters, and we make a pretty big difference with the open rate based on what that subject line says. And we want to try the same thing with our episode titles on a podcast. Do you put the guest name? Do you not? Do you ask a question? Do you just put something mysterious? Uh, So one of the many features that I really want is the ability to put in two subject lines and see which one people engage with more. So. So A-B, A-B testing, basically comparing two different things and seeing the results. And, uh, you know, I know this is as for you, but I think I can speak on this a little bit is, you know, you know, I'm just getting into this. I'm seeing how people react to different things I say. And I think it's been interesting what I've learned from the, the feedback I get. So one example for, you know, I, I, dro- I finally dropped on YouTube. So shout out anybody watching if y'all want to watch the previous episodes, uh, Pony Boy Paul on YouTube. But anyway, I saw that like, I could post something and put it here and here, but somebody will still ask uh, a certain question because they didn't see where it was at and whatever I posted. So to be specific, you know, I just dropped, you know, a trailer of, you know, an episode, right? And I had in the caption, a link in bio, go to YouTube, right? And somebody replied, they liked that post, they replied to me on my story, but then later they asked, hey, where can I watch the full episodes? You know, so to me, I was like, oh, wow, I really need to make it very clear, you know, what I want you to get from this. And I think, uh, you know, with email newsletters, you guys are kind of like trying to figure out, like, how do we make somebody continue to open up our emails? Is it the subject line? Is it the the guests on the podcast? So I think it's, it's always a learning platform, but I always felt like the best way was to really just kind of ask, like, you know, surveys can, you know, get a little bit, uh, they can be too much, but I think a mini survey, a mini question, something to make the people that are actually on your platform interact and tell you what, what they want, you know? So that might be something I'll look, look into too as well. I completely agree. You got to figure it out and give it a shot. Honestly, man. And uh, we're nearing uh, towards the uh, our time. I'm going to give it about what, five more minutes. Um, so what I like to do towards the end is really just kind of, you know, have you kind of speak to you know, what's on your mind right now? Like, what are some thoughts you would give to, you know, our audience? Like, what what, what would you like to say now that you have that platform? Oh, now that I got the platform? That's dangerous. <laughs> what am I thinking about? I, I, I'm thinking a lot about what's happening right now. There, things are changing so fast. And who knows what's going to happen? And, and there's going to be a lot of cool ideas that are going to come of it. And, and I think it goes back to like the thing that I was saying earlier about like, if, if it were easy, like everybody else would do it. So it's like finding something that is really interesting. That might be hard and just like giving it a shot. So I, I've got my hands full with this stuff, which I'm, I'm very excited about. Uh, but whether it's restaurants having to deliver more or media changing or the way work from home is and what you need to work from home best and yeah do a job if you're working on the other side of the planet with your coworkers. Uh, there's just going to be so much stuff and, and I've got no idea, but I'm excited. It's, it's really engaging. It's like, yeah, it's really easy to be a downer about all the bad stuff that's happening out there, but I uh, like, why not look at it as an opportunity and see what kind of opportunities there are. Uh, that's what I'm thinking about. 
and also chilling out a little bit. I think that when I was in New York City, I was running really fast and just going from thing to thing to thing, uh, social, work, personal, like whatever it might be. And I really enjoyed slowing down and putting into perspective how many of the things that I was doing that I might not have needed to do. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to, to loosen up a little bit, uh, not be in such a rush. And hopefully when things do open up, I don't just go right back to how I was doing things. Gotcha. And uh, I kind of got two questions from that. One is with the fact that you guys are all kind of working from home in different states has how has the morale been for the team? Like, are you guys still, are there been people kind of getting mad or frustrated? Like, are you guys still able to work efficiently from home? Uh, well, well, I think the first part is it's hard to get a full picture of, of the whole team. Uh, so we try and talk a lot, uh, especially like within who's managing people. But when you can't see everybody, you don't talk to everybody on the team. So it's hard to get a pretty accurate picture. But the people that I'm working with, I... Uh, we're we're doing well. Again, everybody's healthy, everybody's lucky. But we're starting to to wear a little bit from the lack of that, you know, lunchtime brainstorm or that uh hey, there's a little problem, let me just stop it out right here in person and explain it to you person to person. Um so so sometimes things are a little bit harder. I think we're getting better at it. Uh for me it's not ideal, but but again, like life goes on. What are we gonna do about it? Back in the it's good. Um, and then another thing I had was, <clears throat> you know, kind of going back to your, your statement on what's on your mind and your thoughts. Appreciate that, by the way. Uh, you kind of were looking at things from a kind of a, a business perspective. You know, how can I utilize this opportunity for something? Right. So <clears throat> do you guys feel like being that business casual is obviously very business minded? Do you guys feel like you have to kind of tread on what can we talk about that's happening culturally versus how do we have, how do we put a business play on it? Like, do you guys try to avoid, let's say controversial topics or do you just want to keep it to the business aspect? Like, you know, how do you, how do you best approach that? Uh, th- there's a business angle to everything. Uh, like this is America, like capitalism dominates a lot of the decisions that are made for, for better or for worse, I think worse in, in some scenarios, uh, which is quite unfortunate. So I think it is our, responsibility actually to hit these hard topics head on and i think some more we're gearing up to do that i'm really excited about that are culturally relevant like dating not exactly a a business story but the way people are dating has changed and will change and and we want to talk about it we we find it really really amusing and we want to go to experts and understand what's going to what's going to change Maybe we'll talk about the apps or where the money's going, but the story will, will give a very good picture because we're going to talk to other listeners and say, hey, what have you been doing? How have you been dating yeah. since the beginning of March? Uh, but then there are other ones that we're interested in that are definitely a lot more controversial, right? Like you, you could pick out of a, a wide swath of topics and, and be like, hey, like this is pretty fucked up. Like, why don't you go talk to an expert and help me understand yeah. why it's fucked up? Um, so I, I think we want to do that. I, like we need to get a better way of like getting those topics sourced as well. So when we do it, we do it in a responsible way. Yeah. And I, I would say the other unfortunate thing, but it's not going to deter us from making these episodes is that we've done a few about, uh, diversity and they didn't perform well and people don't want to listen to that as much, as much. I'm sure the people listening to it, I think, got a lot of value. I sat in on both of those interviews in person before they were published, and, and I learned a lot about – one was from Reshma Saljani, who does Girls Who Code. The other was Sally Krawcheck, who created Elevest, which is an investment platform for women. And I learned so much from both of them. 
but unfortunately it didn't go nearly as viral as the fat Jewish. Yeah. It would be very easy to be like, okay, through that, we're just going to do more fat Jewish episodes and get more downloads and make more money. Uh, but we think it's our responsibility to be like, no, we're going to talk about sustainable investing. We're going to talk about discrimination in the workplace. We're going to talk about all these things. Mm. It's hard, right? Like we don't know all the answers, but that's the benefit of an interview show where we can go to people and go to listeners. Hey, like, what do you think? What's the, what's the perspective? Mm. And I appreciate that, man. I think, because I did tune into that episode. I, I didn't really know what L Invest was, and I looked it up. It was actually pretty interesting. But uh, I think it's 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 hard right now because when, when you think of what's viral or what's trending, it's whatever's going to catch that attention. And sometimes the most genuine things that are trying to do something that, you know, we would all consider positive might not catch the air. People don't want to listen to it. Um, so, you know, my advice to you guys, you know, keep doing it. I know it's easy to get into that trap that as you scale up, you want to do viral. You want to, Oh, what can we, who can we bring on? That's maybe trolling or, you know, something like that. So I definitely would keep it up. You know, I'm, I'm definitely trying to, in my own way, I would say trying to just show people what's out there and not just stay in one lane. Um, but, you know, I think just, just keep it up. Let people know, you know, you know, actually I'll actually uh, share those episodes afterwards and just let people know what's out there. But, um, I, I really appreciate that you guys are willing to go there, especially for, you know, targeting the youth, the people that really are going to make that impact in the uh, next coming year. So and um, as business questions or episode ideas, message me on whatever platform you can find me. In. And let him know you guys have direct access to Josh Kaplan. He is really making podcast <laughs> episodes. Right. So, you know, read him up like, hey, why don't you talk about this, this and this? And, uh, you know, I would say you have a very open air and open mind. So I appreciate you uh, being open to that. And uh, the time is kind of getting to the end of this. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to really, you know, spend some time with me. Uh, you know, I hit you up a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, yo, like, were you down? And then your response was, oh, I've already looked at it. I, I would love to be on. You know, that made me really feel uh, kind of special and happy that, you know, you guys care that much about it. So. Uh, you know, once again, I want to thank you and also for the raffle. If you guys haven't been paying attention, we're gonna, I'm going to have the episode live. Uh, so uh, Josh is going to be giving one random uh, viewer that wins uh, any choice of there uh, from the Morning Brew merch uh, website. So shop uh, morningbrew.com and check it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to let you go, Josh, and we'll wrap it up with the rest of the audience. But once again, appreciate your time, man. Uh, hope you stay up and uh, love to see more episodes from you guys. Cool. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. And thanks, thanks, man. Bye. If you enjoyed this creative conversation, I would appreciate if you did at least one of the following three things. One, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave me a rating and a review too, if you have the time Two, follow at Paul and Pals on your social media of choice, but ideally Instagram. So you can tune in live every other Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern to participate in the conversation and potentially win a raffle prize. Three, share the word. People tend to take the referral of a friend or family member seriously, so if you know of a friend or a family member that would also enjoy these creative conversations, send them a link to an episode. Lastly, if you're interested in coming on the show to share your story, please feel free to reach out to me via social media or send me an email at paul, that's P-O-L, at paulandpals.live. And who knows, you might just be the next pal that I interview. But without any further ado, remember to stay creative. Stay creative. Stay creative.